Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn Ann, and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. All right, everybody. We are back with Melissa Zelnicker-Presser, and this is such a treat to have her back. Hey, Melissa. How are you? All right. So if you guys didn't hear Melissa the very first time, you've got to go back and listen. She had some really awesome things to talk about with re- related to the trauma and the healing journey and how religion can play a part in the healing in a negative way, um, holding on to that guilt and shame. And so if that's something you struggle with, still there's a way out and a way to have peace. So go back and listen to that other episode. Now, um, today, Melissa, I'm so glad you're here again because you have so much to offer. Right now, you are helping police officers and promoting wellness them because they experience trauma day in day out and then they have families and they somehow they have to have they have to experience a beautiful side of humanity and it's I mean you'll have to you'll have to tell us about that what some of the things that they go through and um, Melissa has almost 20 years experience in being an attorney for the criminal justice system I don't know what would be a more scary, <laughs> scary <laughs> job and very um, taxing. So please tell me, tell me more about how you're helping police officers and why they need you so badly. So I'm very excited. Um, you know, I've been in the system for quite some time, um, as you had mentioned, in many different roles. Uh, during the pandemic, you know, one of the things that um, I was getting a lot of calls about were actually personal calls. I'm professional, yes, of course, but personal calls of officers who were really struggling on a number of levels um, with their jobs, with their families, you know, being away from their families with the pandemic, putting their, their lives at risk and so on. Um, and so, you know, overnight, um, you know, through a lot of prayer, um, you know, God gave me the idea to start this company called the Blue Octave. And it's in a police officer wellness company. And essentially what we do is we come in and we do a small group, a peer group. Um, right now I have a group of five police officers. And our first modality is all about um, mind, body, and spirit connectedness. And we do different elements of wellness in each module. I have a certified um, yoga and meditation instructor who was a former police officer who's on my team. I have a police chaplain who assists me. And we really just concentrate in those five weeks just on the police officer themselves, which is something that's completely countercultural 
cultural in the police department culture or police culture for them to actually receive uh, wellness or receive lessons on wellness. Wow. And the idea um, really behind the, the module is that once they get better or well for in whatever place that they're in, that they will give back by starting a peer support program at their police department so that they can get certified, um, which is the second half of my module, um, which is going to, we're going to have a psychologist running that module um, to help them understand how to better help their peers. Um, most people know that, you know, police officers are really not consumers of the mental, uh, in the mental health world, as, as a lot of professionals are not because of the stigma that's attached to that. And so this right. gives them an opportunity, right, to speak to their peers um, about the things that they face before things get really bad as um, police officers are exposed to trauma, you know, on a, on a sometimes daily basis and, and don't get help for that. So I'm really excited about it. We just finished um, our first wellness module um, in a police department here in South Florida, and it's really been amazing to watch their journey. Wow. That is amazing. And so you, what you're saying is you are certifying them to take it back to their own department, wherever it may be. Right. So basically, if they go through module one, which is our wellness module, then they can uh, they can elect to go on to module two, which will just be just purely peer support training. And then once they're certified in peer support training, then they can start a program, whether they choose to, you know, do one on one or they do group, but they'll bring not only the tool, the peer support tools, which are things like, like stress management, or signs and symptoms of officers that might have, let's say, suicidal ideation, um, or alcoholism or drug use, but they'll also have all those tools of wellness in their tool belt um, to bring with them for, for those that maybe are just sort of, um, you know, on the, on the verge of depression or, 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 you know, just not doing or faring very well in daily life um, as a police officer. So they're going to have, you know, almost 10, 11 weeks um, of all these wonderful uh, mind, body, and spirit tools to be able to have a self-sustaining model of peer support within their department. That is so impressive. And this is something that you created. I did. You know, a lot of it um, is based on my own story and my own life um, and also the work that I did with a, a very good friend of mine who's a police officer. At the time, I, I didn't know that this would form into a company. I just was simply helping somebody who God had placed on my path or I had felt God had placed on my path. Um, and through the work that I did with him, all of the principles that went into this company in the Blue Octave are all based on, you know, my life story and, and in a way his life story and how that came together. Um, and how healing happened um, in a very, you know, in, in a very personal way um, and using the tools that I used with him and myself um, in my own story and, and sort of formatting that in a program uh, was sort of wild to see those tools uh, being used by, by police officers. Wow, that is great. And I, I have to ask, how did you get into this field? Choosing the criminal justice system is one thing. And first of all, are you still a practicing attorney? Yes. So um, I have been practicing. I am still practicing uh, as an attorney uh, for almost 20 years. My current position is the police legal advisor to the chief of police in a, um, in a metropolitan city here in South Florida. Um, really, my entire plan for my life and career changed as a result of my trauma. I wanted to be a writer. Um, 
but I decided that I didn't want any child to ever get hurt if I had anything to do with it. So I made a decision um, very early on, probably around 16, that I was going to change my plans. Um, I became a criminal justice major and I really dedicated my life and my work at the time to helping children, uh, specifically children in foster care who experience abuse at a much higher rate because of the, um, you know, what's going on in their life and being out of the home and, and so on and so forth. Um, and so I was actually awarded a grant uh, from the Equal Justice Works Foundation to do work with foster kids who were in the very deep ends of the system psychiatrically. And, um, and so I felt a great calling to do this work. I was a child advocate, uh, a child advocate attorney for most of or a good portion of my career. Um, but as I went on, I, I ended up working with adults who were a lot of them who were children, you know, when they were children were also traumatized um, because I was working as a criminal defense attorney. As, a, as an assistant public defender. Um, and then at some point made my, you know, made my way to the police department, um, which a lot of people say, well, that's, you know, so far from where you were. But, you know, what, I, what I've learned in my almost 20 years is that everybody has a story. Um, everybody has a hurt. And a lot of people have trauma um, in their own way, you know, not just uh, from se sexual abuse. And so um, I really feel so passionate about uh, policing, about the work we do, the work that I believe is a calling. Um, and the fact that um, these men and women, you know, risk their lives for us and also um, see things that really the human uh, the human mind, the human eyes were not really meant to see um, and sometimes right. see it on a daily basis. And that doesn't even take it into consideration what their own personal journey is. Um, and so I have a real deep love for humans. And so in whatever capacity I've been blessed to serve, um, that's where my people are. So, um, and that's been a real blessing to work at the police department. I've been there almost 10 years. And I also serve as one of the attorneys to our, um, our chiefs of police in the county. So I also serve working as an attorney with all of the chiefs in my county. And I, I live in the second largest county in Florida. So it's a real blessing. Oh, wow. You are extremely influential. And I, I mean, I, of course, you can't see me because we're on a, a, we're in across the country from each other, but I'm getting goosebumps and tearing up because of your passion. And I love that statement that you didn't want any other, any child to have to go through that if you could do anything about it. And, you know, when you're making a difference right now, especially with adults who, you know what, they're humans. They put their lives on the line and they often don't get the respect that they deserve. And um, so I'm, I'm really grateful to you personally, my, my personal thanks in you um, answering the call to, to step up and help, help an area of a group of people that do not, they don't get that service. Yeah, there's no, there are no, um, you know, when I started doing some research for my company, it was shocking to me that there are no officer wellness companies out there. Um, there are no companies doing this work. And, um, you know, this is a big problem in policing. 
Um, I hope to be the first and I hope that, you know, what I'm doing goes nationwide so that every police department has a wellness program, whether it's mine or someone else's, doesn't really matter to me, um, that day in and day out that these police officers can, can be helped um, because it is, a, it is a daily struggle uh, to go through a long shift like that and see, you know, and see what they see. So this is just the beginning um, and we'll see where it goes. Right, right. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I, I wish you the best in who you're impacting. And I, I hope and pray that other departments and organizations similar to the police force where that stigma is not, you know, it's that label. And so people don't entertain the need for wellness. Um, and I, I really hope and pray that your message can broaden and go nationwide sooner than later. So um, if you are listening to this and it sparks your, your heart that there's a need for police officers, then please contact Melissa and help raise awareness to the officers that you know in your community that there's help, there's a resource. Melissa, thank you so much for being here. Please tell us how people can get a hold of you. Yeah, so you can get a hold of me through my company page on Facebook. You can just type in the, uh, the Blue Octave. We're on Facebook. We're also on Instagram at the Blue Octave. And my email is also easy, the Blue Octave at gmail.com. Awesome. Blue, yes. Where did Octave come from? So um, I'm, a, I'm a numerology um, freak. I love numbers. I love the meaning behind numbers, being Jewish, uh, gematria, and looking at Hebrew letters and what they mean. The number eight um, is, uh, means rebirth. So oh. yes, and means new beginnings. So um, you know, if you look at my company name, it's the Blue Octave, Come Back to Your Calling. So the idea of being blue is obviously the universal color of police officers and um, eight being a rebirth. In, their, um, in the place where they've been called. Wow. Well, thank you. It has been so great. And Melissa, we're going to have you back because there's something that is so pressing. I really want to know how you've delved into this field as a woman and how you can still smile and walk away from it and separate yourself from all the, the pain and suffering that you are constantly surrounded by. So we, we want to have you back. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com, where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.